Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. Sorry about last week there with the Redbud Fantasy Show. Me and Justin, we really did come back Friday night after being at the track all day, conducting interviews and helping out with some of the kids we know, doing some amateur racing stuff. Uh, we recorded about a 20-minute podcast just to kind of get some thoughts out there and some results and stuff. And by the time we got done, um, I went to make the podcast. I put the memory card in the computer, and we had nothing on the memory card. So, okay, so anyway, uh, so we did try last week. Sorry we missed that show. Um, going back to that show, though, uh, we did have... Um, we did have a glove box giveaway from the High Point race. Let me pull up High Point here. I guess while my iPad's loading here, we can thank our sponsors. So first off, I want to start off with our newest sponsor, BC Pizza. We want to thank TLR Coatings. We want to thank Premier Custom Trailers. Uh, thanks to JT Cycle and the Dirt Bike Depot for helping out with some of the prizes uh, for the fantasy show here. Um, so thanks to all of them for coming on board. Uh, now, if we go back to the high point round glove box giveaway here, first overall in the Moto Aftermath Show League was uh, MGOMES911 with 573. Congratulations. Absolutely fucking killed it. Um, so anyway, uh, make sure to DM us on Instagram. Again, that is MGOMES911. Uh, DM us on Instagram, give me your address and your glove size, and uh, I will get um, a pair of gloves out of the glove box sent over to you on the phone with me here to talk about our results from Redbud and to talk about some predictions for the wick. We're coming up on the wick with Robbie Marshall. It is A-class rider, practice track star. Cole Ugetti. Cole, what's up, man? Uh, hanging in there, man. I think I've come to the conclusion that uh, I'm no longer in from camping Wednesday to Sunday at Redbug. I think I'm a Saturday-only <laughs> guy. I mean, if you're just doing Saturday-only, like, that's cool. Or, or, yeah, or maybe a uh, maybe an Airbnb Friday night on the beach 20 minutes away head in saturday morning come home so i gotta say i stayed at one of the hotels in niles a few years ago i think it was like 2018 ish i want to say is when i did that um that wasn't terrible you're about 25 minutes from the track uh it still isn't prime i don't think there really is a prime prime thing for that i think the biggest problem is is that like being outdoors in the heat all day is gonna fry you pretty much no matter what so um yeah that and well three days of it and yeah i, I was gonna say i know so. we talked about it like camping is kind of not 
ideal. Um, driving back and forth is not ideal because like you have basically a two hour drive each day. I think um, uh, find an Airbnb right there is the move. Yeah, I mean if you if you could get lucky and get one of those houses that's literally right on the road for Redbud, like that would be sick. But I don't think we'd get that lucky where you could just like walk over at, like seven thirty and like <laughs> like yeah, on the track on Proto. But hey, yeah. but you want to know what I did have? You yeah, what? for some reason I had service the whole time, dude. I had pretty good service the whole like up in the VIP ten. I had five G like the whole time. I was watching my my fantasy you, team. You VIP'd it, bro. Yeah, bro. Damn, dude. We did. Oh, dude. Hang on, hang on. I'm looking right here. Uh oh. Entire apartment in Buchanan. Oh boy, here we go. Six, Sixty nine dollars a night, and it's fucking sweet. Hmm. Interesting. I'm booking it now for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Can I book that for the weekend of July 4th, 2022? Um, yeah, man. Yeah. No, we uh, we VIP'd it. Um, we, me and Ashley had done that uh, in 2019 um, because mm-hmm. we had ran around all morning trying to get some shots of you for that 125 Dream Race. Uh, mm-hmm. It was hotter than hell. Um, we were fried already by noon when it was about time to start the motos, and uh, there were no good spots left in the shade. Uh, so I basically told her, "Don't look." Took out the credit card, swiped it, and we went in the VIP. And we were like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Like private bathroom, free food, um, TVs to watch the race on. You can see. Um, I mean, basically from the time they come over launch pad there, so you can see the rollers, you see T3, you see the leap, you see the short shoot before the finish. And I watched Justin Cooper slide up the finish line face there of that first mm-hmm. moto, um, literally yeah. freaked out. Cause I was standing like right there in the tent i was like oh my god there he goes shit oh you were in the tent on the other side or where were you at no we i were, was right there too yeah i saw that you had the picture right there yeah we were in the tent on the other side there that's uh right right uh in the midway there um mm-hmm. yeah oh, so, so you you did vip at the full deal oh yeah oh yeah so you're a big baller. Uh, big baller i mean my wallet hurts a lot and my credit card bills oh. are definitely not small this month so yeah I mean, it was, it wasn't cheap, but, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. So, um, so yeah. And it, like I said, it made it nice. And we had the kiddo with us this year too. Uh, so, you know, that makes it even nicer because we have kind of like a home base as opposed to just kind of trying to trek around everywhere. I mean, last year wasn't too bad because obviously there was no VIP, but there also wasn't very many people. Uh, so we had good seats all the time, pretty much wherever we wanted to go because there wasn't, there was a lack of people, but, uh, yeah, this year for as busy as it was and it was busy. Um, yeah, that was, that was definitely the move there for that. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what next year brings. Well, next year is going to bring designations. And I, I asked them, I was like, so you guys think it's going to cost me like $500 a person to do this next year for designations? Or is it going to cost more than that? Because I was trying to think back to 2018, how much it was. And I feel like it was like $500, like $750 a person for the VIP thing. But I don't remember if there were different stages or what it included. I don't remember. I just remember it was a lot. Oh yeah, I bet it's pretty ridiculous. Well, I'm planning on at least 500 bucks a person, but whatever. Slide the credit card. Can't take it with you, right? Just write it off. Business expense. I mean, I tried to. Wait, what did we do? Oh, uh, was it Thursday? Yeah, I think it was Thursday night. <laughs> we were. Justin was here working on the bike with Kev. Kev's here. Ashley and the kid had come back from Chicago. I'm here. She's like, I'm going to go get dinner. What do you guys want? We landed on Chick-fil-A. I turned around. I said, guys, 
powder coat and handed her the card. <laughs> I was like, here you go. Go get some dinner. So yeah, it uh, does make things nice when you're doing things like that, that you can, you know, write them off. I mean, you still got to pay for them right up front. Mm-hmm. But, but at least, yeah, come tax time, it's like, oh, there's $85 I can write off. That's awesome. So yes, sir. <sighs> How did your practice day go down there at the Redbud Pro National? Uh, I wrapped my leg up in a rear wheel. How the fuck did you manage to do that? Uh, the track was the worst thing I've ever ridden in my life. Well, yeah, they I mean, that's... Left, they left all the moisture in it just for, which I get it. They wanted it to be sweet for Saturday, but man, it was not enjoyable Friday or Thursday at all. Did you go out so, first session or did you wait and do like two, three, four? Well, there was only three, so I was like, I oh, got to go out for all of them. Yeah. Were you were you guys first, or was, did they send C class out there first to fucking bobble around for ten minutes? Uh, yeah, pretty much that. But uh, my practice was like practice seven. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I remember. I don't know what year it was. Maybe it was fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Um, I did all three days. I did Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember coming off the track Thursday and being like, "This is the stupidest fucking thing ever." Because you pay more money to ride the same track that obviously we, because of where we live, can ride any normal practice day or any normal race day. Um, and all mm-hmm. it is, is like, it's just way worse. And like riding C practice fucking really sucks because all it is, is kids tipped over after kids tipped over after kids tipped over. So you're literally just like riding around with wheels on the ground. Cause it's nothing but yellow flags. So, right. so yeah, so thir- Thursday practice is definitely not the move in my book. Um, Friday race is okay. Uh, night track maybe at some point like saturday night maybe um yeah i wouldn't mind doing that one year yeah and then uh like i have some unfinished business with the night track because i did one of the races when they had the night series a few years ago um and like i enjoyed it because like i like that little bit of tighter technical stuff uh but i was still pretty pretty inexperienced in my in my riding career at that point so it was a little a little rough um finish wasn't the best uh so yeah so i I have some unfinished business i'd like to go out there and and actually rip that rip that track and uh and maybe put down a semi-decent finish in the old vet sport class so Mm -hmm. i actually made a joke about like building an exact replica in the uh in the in the in the backyard and then like just doing nothing but ripping laps on it and then coming out and like winning a class there and then running vet sport on sunday on the pro track and then being like, uh, sir, you won a class last night. Oh yeah. I don't go fast. I just, I just go s- fast on small stuff. Like if I got to take it out of second gear, it's a bad day for me. <laughs> I think, I think it'll work. I don't think there's any way this can go. Uh, it might. It might. So yeah, I think that's the move though. Like the pro track. I love the pro track. I love riding the pro track, um, on Sunday. Like that's worth paying the extra money to me, but the racing Friday, the practicing Thursday is kind of, eh, like last year was cool. They let us ride the pro track every day so like that was okay but uh yeah this year and every year going forward here when we can't do that nah i'm probably out running so all right let's get back to fantasy here uh so results from red bud fantasy here i'm not gonna lie my my year in motocross fantasy is not getting any better like i killed it in supercross and in motocross i cannot do anything but throw goose eggs so uh for red bud I totaled out with 313 points. I was 6,087th overall in the uh, 250 class. I had RJ Hampshire got me 88 points. 
And that was pretty much my highlight of the day. Uh, Michael Moseman got me six. Thanks a lot, dickhead. Uh, Garrett Marchbanks could not stay off the ground in the first moto, so he got me 28. Awesome, dickhead. And uh, Levi Kitchen, the kid, uh, 43 points, 40 of which came from his first moto. So thanks a lot for that. Um, in the 450 class, Scott Meshi, 30 points. I heard he was battling bike issues all day between blowing out wheels and boiling fuel. Boiling fuel. He uh, had a rough day. He was not feeling it. He was supposed to actually be on the show. He ended up uh, not being on the show. I can't really blame him. That was that was a bad day. A little upset, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he called me literally from. Uh, he's like, "Sorry, man. I'm in South Bend. My phone died." I'm like, "Uh huh." And Justin's like, "Yep, he had a bad day." I was like, "Ah, whatever." Um, then I had uh, Philip Nicoletti. And uh, in Phil's world of everything sucks, everything sucks because Phil scored me zero fucking points like a fucking asshole. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, thanks a lot, Phil. Really appreciate that. Summer Rod Bell has arrived. Justin Rod Bell, 84 points. And my all-star, Justin Barsha, 34 points. We had a rough day there. So, overall, like I said, 313 I am in like 52nd place in the league, which is fucking absolutely terrible. <sighs> But whatever. Let me see if I can find. Why don't you talk about yours? I'll pull up Justin's here since he's not on with us tonight. This would be where you speak. Hello. I am alive. Yes. Okay, cool. You gonna you gonna talk about your results or? Oh, I thought you were pulling up Justin. Well, I am. I told you to do yours while I was pulling up Justin's. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so let's go with my two fifty class first. I, uh, right off the bat, we'll go with first lap leaders. I had Justin Cooper. He slid his way through the finish line for me. Got me 15 points. Um, so thank God his bike made it through the transponder loop. Um, and then I had, uh, Jet Lawrence, 41 points. That second moto left a little on the table there. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on with Michael Moseman, but, uh, was he down in the first corner of the second moto? Do you know? No, you don't. What's up? Sorry, uh, missed that. What'd you say? Uh, Michael Moseman. Was he down first moto or, or second moto? Uh, second moto, he crashed in the first turn. Like, wadded okay. up pretty good. So, Well, Michael Moseman got me an awesome six points. Um, so, thanks, buddy. And then uh, Brandon Shaw, I went with him. Um Man, he was—he just looked awesome in that first practice. Had some good equipment underneath him. Them club bikes are pretty good, um, and he was national number like seventy-three at some point. So I know he had the speed. Um, got me sixty points, which isn't super great, but it's not super terrible either. Um, and then R.J. Hampshire—we all know how his day went, Mister. Uh, he's Mister Push the Front, he's dude. Mr. He had Mr. Red me Bud, on. Dude. Oh my god, he had me on edge all day, especially <laughs> that first moto, dude. Just kept tucking the front wheel. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Fastest two, um, fastest 250 rider can't keep it on two wheels. Very AC esque. I don't know, yeah, but I knew how well he rode there last year, so um, I was like zero handicap, kind of a no brainer. So 88 points there, which is pretty good. So that was my 250 team. Uh, Michael Moseman dicked me there, so that sucked. Uh, Phil, filthy Phil, zero points, qualified like 13th and then decided to just not ride. So he tweaked that his was knee. pretty cool. That was cool of him um, because knee. I had Rod Bell in and I swapped him out. His knee is fucked up. <laughs> well, I had Rod Bell and swapped him out. 
so sick. I would have had a great weekend, probably. Um, I had 388 points, by the way, 2,800th place. But, uh, yeah, Nicoletti, zero points. Thanks, dude. Uh, Sexton, I know he's somewhat of a local guy, has had some time on that track before growing up, so I went with him. Um, he was kind of a higher all-star. 43 points, a little bit on the table, but I'll still take it. Um, this guy, I was debating on waiting for Southwick because he's a, a super Southwick local. Um, but I was texting back and forth with the, uh, the Tucker rep over in Massachusetts area. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was wrenching for Chris Canning. Um, uh, and I said, Hey, do I go with Chris Canning? He said, absolutely. So Chris Canning got me 62 points. I know he went down in the second moto, uh, would have got me a little more, but 62, I'll take that. Um, if you can pick him for Southwick, I would pick him for sure. Um, and then I have, uh, I had Brandon Hartram, 80 points. He qualified like 13th, 14th and, uh, solid day, put put it in. So, um, then I lost 17 points with AC first to the finish line. But did it was you, looking good that second moto until the ski jump. Yeah, did you see? Uh, did you see though? Hartraff in uh, practice, like his best lap was like four seconds better than all his other laps. Oh really? Yeah. Were people thinking he cut the track or something. I don't know. They were they were talking about that on the pulp uh, pulp fantasy show. So yeah, um, yeah, that was funny because they were like, yeah, literally his lap was four seconds better than any of his other laps. So it made made me real nervous. So. Um, anyway, yeah, he's still, still got her done. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, for Justin scores here, you, that was it, right? For you. That was it. We went through all of them. Go for it. Did you go through your, four, did you go through your four fifties too? Yeah. What do you mean? Yes. Yeah. Were you not listening? No, I am. I'm fucking tired. We're, we're, we're literally just talking about brain and heart. Training. I know. I know. I know. I thought about that as I was saying it anyway. Uh, all right. So for Jeez. Justin, Justin at red, bud, uh, 372 points for Justin. He was 3,564th overall in the 250 class. He uh, had RJ Hampshire, like the rest of us, 88 points. Uh, he also had Garrett Marchbanks, 28 points, and Michael Moseman with six points, just like me. Uh, the only person he had that I did not, he had Grant Harlan. Got him zero points. He was super pumped on that. Uh, in 450 class, he had Eli Tomac, got him 50 points. Craig, 64 points. Ryan Surratt. 74 points, and he also had Chris Canning with 62 points. So, solid day for Justin, although he didn't think it was going to be that solid, but, uh, again, kicked the kicked the crap right out of me. So, moving on here to Southwick. I really wish we had Justin on because Justin knows all these local kids like the back of his hand. Uh, so, I picked a team yeah. already here in the 250. 250- Okay, well, go for it. Shoot then. 250 I'm class. Who, who you got? Uh, I'm, I don't really see any locals that stick out to me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a Gabe Gutierrez or whatever. He's local. Um, let's see who else is on here. I'm scrolling through. Um, Shane Kehoe. Do you know if that's any relation to Eric Kehoe? I have zero idea, to be really honest with you. Um, Ryan Lachine. So... Mm-hmm. Probably uh, Ron Machine's son. Yep. I don't know what kind of speed he's got, but uh, he's on here. Um, let's see who else is down in here. Uh, Styles Robertson at a five. That's a little juicy. If his knee stays in place. Yeah, that's not bad if he doesn't dab, but it's sand, so I'm nervous. Yeah, I think I'm still going to stay away from him. Um, I see Marshall Welton on this list. 
Um, I don't know if he's actually going to be in or not because of the Canadian deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Marshall Weldon's in 288, I'm going to definitely be picking him at an 18 handicap for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, I've got Ty Masterpool on my team, seventh. Risky. Um, 2019, he got like 11th. Um, so that's, that's plenty good enough for me. Um, Rami Alves, he's probably going to be my fencer guy, 13 handicap. And then, uh, I've got Colt Nichols at a zero. So 2019 results, he was in the top 10 overall. Um, but yeah, might, you know, depending on qualifying times, see if there's a little more handicap to work with, but, uh, I like the factory guys. It's been doing me well all season. So, um, and then Hunter Lawrence at a four. So, um, that's where I'm at. I'm going to look at, uh, I'm going to look at guys like, uh, where do you go? I'm going to look at Marsh. Like I said, Welton, um, I'm going to look at guys like, uh, uh, where they at? Styles Robertson. I will look at him, but the knee thing does bother me. He had a good, good ride that second moto. Yeah, he did. He got good um, starts too. He was right up front on the start every single time. Like they would come around and, uh, he was, you know, top, yeah, top yeah. five. I was like, holy shit, there's Robertson right there. So, yeah. So, um, excuse me, past my bedtime. Me but, too. uh, what we, what we got Max Boland at a four. No, not enough there for me. Um, I don't know if I did see. No, I think that was an April Fool's thing that uh, LeBlanc, or not LeBlanc, maybe Romano or one of those dudes was going to race, but nah. I, th- I think that was a fake thing. I think so, too. Um, but yeah, Austin Fortner to one. I don't like that at Southwick, the way he's been going. Nope. Pierce Brown at a two. I don't know if I like that either. He's on my team. He's been, he's been slowly getting a little better. Pierce Brown's on your team? Dude, I mean, they got Will Hahn now. Alright. Well, I'm thinking if Moseman gets his shit together, he's he's gonna beat him. I don't know. I'll, I'll see practice times for sure. But uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got. Who's red on my screen? Hampshire's red on my screen. Jeff yeah. Lawrence is red. Which on my I think screen. Hampshire's a good pick. I think Michael Moseman's still a good pick at a two. Mm, I'm on the fence with him with sand. I don't really know enough about him in the sand. Yeah, uh, Brandon Char is actually a really good pick still at a 14. I think, uh, I don't, oh yeah, I think he is racing. Um, so, that, that's but, where I'm at. All right, so 250 squad for me. I got uh, Pierce Brown at a two. Like I said, the Will Hahn connection there is uh, is helping out. I got Hunter Lawrence at a four. I mean, all you got to say is Europe. Uh, I got Colt Nichols at a zero. I think he has a bounce back race. He actually had a pretty decent day going uh, at Redbud, and then that second moto, he just had bike issues. And I've also got his teammate Nate Thrasher at a five because Thrasher also had bike issues and still pulled off a ninth there. So, um, yeah, I'm in on those guys. Uh, I will keep an eye on practice there uh, because, like you said, if you get, like, uh, what was it, Marshall Welton or whatever coming down – to ride i mean yeah it depends it really depends how his visa is set up for coming back and forth across the border um hang on i'm gonna send out i'm gonna send out a text real quick all right send it out see if we can break some news um and yeah i don't i mean as far as 250s go so like red on my screen is uh let's see hampshire which i think is a super solid pick if you can but i can't pick him he's red 
Uh, Kitchen's not racing. Uh, Marchbanks, again, a six handicap. I think that's a solid pick. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Like I said, he could take a chance with Styles, man. Um, if he keeps that knee good, but man, in sand, it really makes me nervous about dabbing the knee. Uh, Caleb Russell, I'm out. Brandon Scher, uh, possibly have to see what his time I'm looks looking like. I'm at him, dude. Yeah. You know he's hammering that sand track at club out. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Jalik, nah. Um, yeah, I don't really see. I mean, Ramirez Alves is another one that I would keep an eye on. I think there's still some value there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it as far as 250s go. Uh, moving over to 450s, I have the winning team here. Are you ready to hear this? Mm, probably the same one I got. So I got, first off, the Brit, Max Anstey at a five. Yep, got him. Okay. I got the one and only Christian Craig as an all-star at a seven. Ooh, I'm I out on that one. Really? That's juicy to me, uh, man. Not with Tomac at a four. Bro, that dude just went like, that dude just went five, five at Redbud. I don't care. You ever watched Eli Tomac at Southwood? Well, yes, I have. But uh, Eli Tomac. Maybe works sparks back on his bike. <sighs> Maybe he's getting them back. I don't know. So uh, then I have the marvelous Marvin Mooskin at a one. Oh, hang on. Yep, I have him. Let me guess your last guy. Okay, go for it. Because it's probably my same team. Okay. Uh, Kyle Chisholm? Absolutely not. No. Uh, I got Chris Canning. I did not pick him at Red Bud. Oh, lucky, lucky, lucky. Uh-huh. Um, I was looking for Ryan Dowd on here, John Dowd's son. Oh, yeah. He usually gets 22, 23 years or so. I don't think um, they talked about him on the Pulp Show because I just listened to that before this. I don't think they talked about him, so. They uh, were talking about him? No, they weren't. They weren't. That no. that name doesn't no. ring a bell that they brought up, so I don't know that he's racing this weekend. Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't really see anybody else on here. Freddie Noren, I might look at. No, Freddie's terrible in sand from what I understand. Ah, that's what they said? Mm-hmm. Freddie's terrible in sand. Uh, Barsha is red on my screen, but at a five, that's a juicy, juicy all-star pick to me. Ooh, is Rod Bell juicy at an 11? Ooh. I mean, from that part of the country? Yeah, that's, that's probably pretty good. Do we know if Kate Clayson's racing? Uh, that I do not know either. Okay. Uh, uh, Cody Shock at a five. No, nah, I'm out on that. Like the sand is just a whole nother, uh, whole it's nother different, animal. Yeah. So it's like guys that you'd normally kind of look at and go, yeah, maybe you're kind of like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm keeping Chisholm in at 11 because he's going to be Ryan Surratt, Cali boy. You can move him back a couple spots. Um, I don't know, Phil man. Surratt's been killing it. Scott Meshi rides in rides in Florida all the time. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll see. I I don't put a lot of stock in practice times either because that B practice the track is so much mm-hmm. better. What about a Mister Bobby Piazza at a sixteen? Ooh, well, what kind of equipment is Mister Bobby on? Since you are in his back pocket, now? he's he's on a blue crew, man. Yeah, but like, is it a mud bog and blue crew, or what do we got going? No, he sold the mud bog bike. We're on something different now. Okay. Well, what is this thing going to hold up? That's a good question. Uh, let's, let's put it this way. Justin Bogle worth a five? Nah. I have a hard time picking Bogle. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. kind of out on Bogle. Uh, All right. Cool. 
Yeah, Bobby's bike. I don't. I hope so. He's got holes drilled in the top of the airbox on it. I'm not really sure if that's a real thing or not. Um, I feel like that's a danger zone, but uh, I could be wrong. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I like his car. Come on, they'll be on boom. After, after talking to him and hanging out with him a little bit and him and his chick on... Uh, on uh, Last weekend, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I like his story. I mean, they're very uh, Matthias Jorgensen. They're, it's like them in the van traveling the country doing the racing. So, Savachi at a one is a no go. Does Cody Shock tickle your balls? No, not at all. What what round is after this? Go to Millville. Bud's Creek. No, we go to Millville. Yeah, we Millville, then Washougal, and then we're off. So there is no Putts uh, Creek. No, there is. It's after the break. Oh, my God. So they're driving all the way back across. Okay. Yep, I got it. Well, yeah, because we got... Yeah, dude, this is what sucks. So we go... We go... They're going Spring Southwick, Creek to Wash... Southwick, yeah, Washougal, then back to... Washougal, Dilla, yeah. back to Dilla, Buds, Iron Man, and then back to... Fox and Hangtown. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of a dumb setup, if you ask me. But I don't make, I don't take the shits. I just look at them after they're done. So. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule right now too. Okay, so I will be. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing the Buds Creek game because I'm definitely going Bogle at Buds Creek and uh, Rod Bell at Buds Creek. You okay. heard it here first. Okay. You got any first to the finish line, guys? <laughs> Uh, I think Justin Cooper, Justin Cooper and AC. Yep. That's exactly who I have. So I think, uh, I think they've proved enough to where, yeah, we got that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and it's a quick, it's a quick start. Like the finish or the, yeah, the finish line, I guess is not super far from the, uh, where the first corner is this, this weekend. I don't know. I could never remember most of the tracks. So. Um, yep. But that's just what I've heard. So, so yeah, so I think those two are definitely, definitely a thing. Uh, or, or you could randomly pull uh, AP got two last week. Oh man, I know. And that picture of him looking back is classic. Oh yeah, that's sick. Yeah, <laughs> pants are ugly. Not a fan. Oh yeah, that gear was terrible. But whatever. So, yep. um, all right. Anything else? No, that's good. I'm ready to uh, eat a pork chop. Don't buy light speed carbon fiber products. Light speed carbon fiber products. Yes, I got my. Are they a new new sponsor? No, I uh, I just finally got them for the Blue Crew the other day. Uh, we you want to you want a W wheel for your Blue Crew? I told you I did. Actually, I told you I also need a price on a set of W wheels because I want to do a Wait. I want to do a full like. Uh, full set of like race wheels for uh with race tires on them and then yeah i, I need, got one i got one right here and then i need an extra rear uh to put a, a scoop on so when we like i got a rear i'm looking right at it go a60 blue up sweet dude does it also come with a scoop tire uh it could is there a sprocket on it uh nope i got sprocket bolts it's brand new in a w box rear rotor it's brand new in a W box. So hundred bucks? No, I'm. I got like five fifty into it. So five fifty. All, right. All right, cool. One twenty five. 
550. 125, and I don't smack you in the nuts with my handlebars. 550. If anybody listening wants a <laughs> W wheel, it is the 215 width, so it'll work on your 450. It'll work on your 250F. It'll work on your YZ125. If I didn't spend... Anything a Yamaha and spline drive nipples. If I didn't spend uh, all my money on the uh, VIP package at Redbud, I'd probably be in on that right now. Oh, does does Bobby Piazza want to buy a wheel? Uh, I, I, I assume Bobby doesn't quite have that kind of cash just laying around. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Easy pizza, I thought. Easy pizza and stuff up. Oh, we stepped up. Like we Trust me. He got paid from us, like... He, we, we covered, we covered, we covered stuff, but, uh, but yeah, but I don't think he's got that kind of cash just laying around for $500 wheels. All right, all right. So, um, yeah, no, I got my carbon fiber pieces in and I was very sad that I had to cut and shave, uh, my airbox uh, cover to make it fit. That was a bit of an annoyance, uh, when you buy a, buy a carbon fiber piece for a specific bike for a specific thing and then you still have to trim it and not only did i have to trim it i had to drill holes in it uh to allow airflow into the air filter um yeah yeah it was really like dude you had to there was a little piece in the front that like should have been cut out and i don't know why it wasn't just part of the pattern to like not have carbon fiber there but i had to literally (laughs) cut it to make it fit um and then shave it with a file and everything like it was it was a bit annoying so, I haven't put the skid plate on yet. That's probably coming up this weekend here. Hopefully that I don't have to trim or anything, or I'm going to be real pissed off. But, yeah. So, that's how that's how that went. So Right on. Anyway, all right, everyone. This has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. Thanks to our sponsors, JT Cycle, Dirt Bike Depot, BC Pizza, TLR Coatings, Premier Custom Trailers. We will be back next week to wrap up Southwick and talk about uh what's after what did i say was after that uh millville and make sure to check out the main show coming up on tuesday we have the one the only dark side on as a guest oh. sunday night so that'll be a good one we're going to talk to him about all things pulp how the wrap-up show's going how the moto x pod show's going if steve knows about us if steve hates us we're going to cover it all with him we're not holding any holding any punches do what? Not pulling any punches? Not Holding. pulling any punches. We're going to ask everything. Ask the hard questions. Oh, oh boy. Never going to come on again. That's okay. One and done. We're good like that. We're good one night stand show. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will talk to you later. Later.